0: That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law, 18 and conditions apply. website for details.
2: To be or not to be? That is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune Or to take arms against a sea of troubles And by opposing, end them Hello everybody, it's my privilege to introduce to you All the way from the
3: South Side of Chicago. The man, the myth, the legend. My deal, your brother, the South Side Unicorn. Hey, 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 everybody, that's right. It's me, Ken White, host of the South Side Unicorn Show, and it is... Funked Up Friday. Well, it's actually more than Funked Up Friday. It's just plain old funked up. We're still in this COVID situation. We're still sheltering at home. And so the name of today's show is To Be or Shelter in Place. That's right. Because we got some choices to make, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to discuss those possible options and a lot of other things. Today's show, we're going to obviously talk about COVID 19. Going to enjoy some music from some of our favorite artists today. We're definitely, most definitely, going to talk about Tara Reed. We'd be remiss if we didn't. Got to talk about that. Then we're just going to kick around some other ideas and whatnot. Uh, one of them could be Freaky Joe or Sleepy Joe, whatever you want to call him. But I think his new name should just be plain old sloppy Joe. But that's all right. We're going to talk about all of that today. We're going to get off into it knee deep and uh, start off with basically COVID. Let's talk about COVID. In fact, you know, they say that you're not supposed to make yourself part of the story, but we're all part of this story. So I'm going to share a little bit of mine. I, uh, as some of you know, have owned a business since 1991. I went self-employed at age 28. And remain so almost unto this day, which is technically kind of like unheard of, you know. Um, Some people go into business and that business may last three to five years, especially the restaurant business. So when it comes to some of the places that are now out of business or simply sheltered in place, would they have made it? Could they have made it? We'll never know because of COVID-19. But as for me, I came out uh, during the election season of President Donald J. Trump, during circa 2015, so about five years ago, I started uh, coming out full throated as a Republican and as a conservative. Uh, supporting Donald Trump was a, a causation. It was it was some. It was a part of it because I have been doing what I'm doing since I was 10 years old. I'm I'm basically a purebred, pure blood. You know, Republican, Um, but people never really knew that because they make this bizarre assumption. I'm a black man. I'm from the South Side of Chicago. Oh, you gotta be a Democrat. You gotta love Obama to death. (laughs) Really? So, in about 2015, I started coming out. You know about my beliefs and what I what I felt. You know, even more so than before. Well, of course, in typical Democrat fashion, they went after my business with both hands and feet and did a pretty good job, too. Brought me to my knees because you don't expect something that you've been operating since 1991. You built a good reputation. Most of your business was by word of mouth because people just knew you and said, hey, you got a need for this. You need, you know, you need some asset protection or whatnot. Kenny White he's pretty good at it. So, you know, here's his number. I tried the Yellow Pages for a while, but I was like, I'm doing better than the Yellow Pages. Why am I paying this outrageous money to these people? Now I reminisce. That's back in the old days. So now, flash forward. I'm knocked to my knees. My business was hurt. And I'm like every other American out there, all the rest of you hustlers, all the rest of you people that know how to get up by your bootstraps, love you to death. I said, you know what? Okay, fine. You done knock me down, but I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to perpetrate a plan. And I'ma come back again. Sound familiar? President's talking the same way. You knock me down, that's alright. But I'll get back up again. That's what you're supposed to do. So now I'm getting the business back together and I'm coming, you know, full steam. Made my plans, made my connections, got me some work for me and some folks. And March 15th was supposed to be our get over day. You know, St. Patrick's Day, St. Patty's Day, right? Wrong. Because that's the day that the phone calls started. That's the day that everyone was saying, hey, we've been instructed to close down. Uh, We won't forget about you. But right now we we don't have a need. So to me, St. Patrick's Day may as well be called the St. Patrick's Day Massacre. Because a lot of us got taken out on that day. Now they said they needed 15 days, maybe 20 days. So that this thing we wouldn't flood The hospitals and all that kind of stuff You know try to keep it cool Well somebody lied to somebody Yet again That was March 15th when they said that It is now May 1st That's clean 45 days And this You know falsy guy they, I know his name is spelled F-A-U-C-I But I'm spelling it F-A-L-S-E-Y falsy. Because somebody working gains on us, y'all What? We supposed to stay like this till July Till whatever That's not going to happen We got to get back to hustling We got to get back to doing something No money coming in No look like you getting no help Because they saying, oh, we got stimulus money Woo woo woo. A handful of people are getting it, but how about you? Did you get yours? Did you fill out your paperwork right? Have you even heard back from them? We just got to get back to doing what we know how to do. And some people are going to try to act like we are crazy for trying to do it. They couldn't be more wrong. You know? So, hey, watch this. Uh, I got a two for, two for one for you. You can get yourself some vitamin D. Actually, three for one. Let's do it like that. You can get yourself some vitamin D. You can get outside and get yourself some fresh air. And you can get a little something off your chest. One of my friends, Gregory Britton, who's a... Uh, the head of the Redlands Tea Party. Although they did not make this uh, event, there's a couple events going on around the community. And you can go. Make sure you got your red, white, and blue. Get yourself a poster or a sign. You know, write your frustrations. Be prepared to be peaceful. Be prepared to safe distance. Make sure you have your mask. Now we oh man, don't even get me started on this mask thing. We're gonna talk about it. But make sure you got all that stuff with you, okay? And I'm just going to read it out outright from from Gregory on his page, which you can find on Facebook. Freedom-loving Americans are beginning to awaken from the coronavirus panic spread by politicians and the MSM, mainstream media. These freedom-loving Americans are supported by increasing evidence the politicians and the MSM overhyped coronavirus. Not for our health, but to advance their own political agendas. In parentheses, never let a serious crisis go to waste, which we actually heard hilarious Clinton say out of her own mouth. So they cold busted. We know what's up with that. I'll continue to read. Here are four rallies in the IE, and for those of you who do not know, that's the Inland Empire, southern part of California, to reclaim our freedoms and our control over our government. Key word, ours, not theirs. Now, on May 1st at 12 p.m., which is today, there'll be a rally at 395 North Arrowhead Avenue, 395 North Arrowhead Avenue, San Bernardino. They'll give you instructions if you get to the page and you can see where you need to park and all of that stuff to get there, but there's a rally there. Then on May 2nd at 12 p.m., in my beloved hometown, well, it's not my hometown, I would like to call it that, but I've been here so long, I love this town. Redlands California there'll be another rally at 35 Cajon Street Redlands City Hall on May 4th in the city of Yukaipa at their city hall there will be another rally at 12 p.m and that one is at 34272 Yucaipa Boulevard Yucaipa, California on May 5th at 9 a.m now that was kind of early that's early uh especially when you're chilling around and you ain't been you know busy for the last two months. Um, Riverside County Board of Supervisors building 4800 Lemon Street, Riverside, California Now that was a CNN move We'd have to say Lemon Street You know, because of that crazy Lemon they got over there So there it is You got a couple rallies you can go to Get some stuff off your chest Be peaceful about it Make sure you got your red, white, and blue on Make sure you got your mask Make sure you make a sign of some kind that you can kind of, you know, get people's attention and let them know why you out there. Because the right to peaceful assembly has always been our right. The right to gather has always been our right. That's what makes America, America. Now as we go through the show I'm going to do a little bit of man on the street type of stuff Taking excerpts from other shows Where people were interviewed And they were asked their opinion About shelter in place And what you know we should do And should we go on any further You know, I got friends in my own life Because I don't believe in having friends From just one side of the world That's not healthy um, My friends come from all walks of life And some of them Believe it or not I absolutely fine. we're continuing this as far as deep as August, as far as deep as September. And I'm sitting there in the back of my mind going, man, there's no way we're going to survive that long doing this. How am I supposed to survive? I am a self-employed man. I've been that way since I was 28 years old. I need clients. I need events. I need quinceañeras. I need concerts. I need bars to be open. I need somebody to go out and have a drink and lose a little control, just a little, so I can do my thing. But if the bars are closed, if the restaurants are closed, that means the parking lots are empty. If you can't even assemble at the arena, I can't put a team together to try to deal with the crowd control or get you seated. None of that's happening for me. What I've done all my life has been basically yanked away from me. How about you? What's going on with you? Add it to the show. Put it out there so people can understand. You know, you can follow the show at KenWhite4444. That's the Twitter page. It'll lead you to every other possible page that you can get involved in. Go ahead and follow the show. Put your uh, situation in there. Let people understand what's going on with you too. Um, We're going to have to take a station break As you know We'll be right back after these messages And we'll continue with a little bit more COVID talk Okay? So go nowhere This is Ken White Host of the Southside Unicorn Show Station break
2: To be or not to be That is the question Whether it is nobler in the mind To suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them
4: you are listening to the south side unicorn show hosted by my friend ken white He'll be back after these
2: messages.
0: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: It's Joy Villa, and I'm reminding you to tune in to the Southside Unicorn Show, hosted by my friend Ken White.
1: just what you want. You're the
0: one It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
3: Hey, 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 it's Ken White. We're back for the second segment of Funked Up Friday. And we were talking about COVID. We were talking about sheltering in place when we left on the last segment. So we'll just continue uh, in that area. Um, Going to listen to some opinions of the people out there. Because, you know, we've, we're nation divided. We have a left. We have a right. We have an up. We have a down. We have an in. We have an out. We have a black. We have a white. We have a right. We have a wrong. We got all kind of stuff going on in our country Right now and It used to be United we stand So we're going to Listen to some opinions out there Of people some of it's basically Out of Chicago Atlanta um, And they're going to Give you know their opinions about what they think About shelter in place and we'll discuss it When they get through plan, so when we get through plan Correction here we go and then put me out of put me out of a job. So, you gotta do the best I can. About 15 days, bills decided to pile up. Rent is due. I can pay rent, but uh, after the 30th, uh, I don't know. People dropping like flies. And uh, the young folks really don't realize it. They the ones giving the older folks, you know, the uh, virus. So, I can understand. You know, it's best to be safe.
6: I think it's important for us to be listening to what the nurses and the doctors and the people who are taking care of this are telling us. In terms of statewide, I think we are better with our policies than a lot of the other kind of states are doing that are kind of giving in to these idiotic (laughs) protests. Our neighbors are more friendly because we're chilling on the porch a lot. Um, So we got to know our neighbors a bit. Um, but I have been trying to keep my distance. Uh, I was on a run on the way down here, and uh, I got yelled at by a man because I ran too close to him, I guess. So trying to be mindful that some people are handling it differently than others. I think it's a good idea. It will be dangerous if we started being in crowded spaces, if the kids go back to school. Uh, and I... I feel bad for the people whose jobs are affected for this, but I think that the alternative is having a lot more sick people and more deaths. I wish more people took it seriously so then we could be outside. Right. You see people yeah. outside with masks. you see some without it. You see on social media people are having parties, other right. people are not doing anything. So. I don't know. I guess it just depends on the person at this point. Right. And they're going to see in the long run how it affects them. More and more Americans just want to get on with their lives. They want to do it safely, but they have to get on with their lives. Of course, the media, they're there lying in wait. You get the sense that some might be ghoulishly watching to see if states like Georgia, remember, Georgia opened first whether they show a major uptick in hospitalizations due to covid but as one georgia barber shop owner told us on friday it's a matter of his survival as well
3: i had no income for the last two months i own three barber shops i also cut hair myself and us being out of work is no money coming in at all so my question to the people out there what 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 should we do Should we just let, you know, just sit back and just wait for the government to bail us out? Or take advantage of the opportunity that we have and be as safe as possible and still, you know, make as much money as we can and, and, you know, just play it safe?
2: To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Or to take arms against a sea of troubles, and by opposing, end
3: them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you notice I'm I'm playing that theme a lot. I one I love Shakespeare. Anybody who knows me knows I love me some Shakespeare. And to be honest, Mel Gibson. Oh man, he nailed it. When you talk about inflection, tempo, the true in. Meaning of the Dane You know He nailed it And so sometimes as you know I'll I'll say it Does life imitate art Or does art imitate life Never has that meaning Or should I say that, that That soliloquy Never has it had more meaning Than now To be or not to be Some of us are really Wrestling with that question because every day we're at home. Every day we're not out trying to get that dollar. Which the leftists and the insipid wicked people will try to say, Oh, you care about is money. You don't care about life. As they sit there, you know, encouraging abortions and infanticide. They would say something like that to us. Well, speaking of people who don't, you know, have the money or they don't have the job. We got to help each other. That's the only way we're going to beat their plan. Because see, they're counting on us not helping each other. They're counting on this sickle and hammer cutting us and beating us to pieces. Let me give you some information. Coming out of Las Vegas, my home away from home. You have a place called the Hash House of Go-Go. The Hash House. It's located at 6800 West Sahara, boulevard las vegas nevada their contact number is 702-804-4846 if you want to show them some love because they showing some love let me tell y'all what they doing this is happening today it's been happening for a while but i'm going to start sharing this information throughout you know california and nevada because we got this kind of a synergy amongst ourselves encore encore free food friday Chicken parmesan and pasta marinara feeds four. free family meal, free family meal packs for displaced service industry workers on Friday, May 1st, starting at 2 p.m. The first 85 cars only, and you got to understand that, you got to respect that. If we all just do a little bit, it'll go a long ways. Line up in the parking lot. At the West Sahara location, one donation per car, any tips will be pooled for immediate cash needs of furloughed workers. Donations provided by Hash House A Gogo. Now, see, that dovetails into something I tried to start about two weeks ago. I'm trying to keep us ahead of this curve, but I can't do it without your help. I can only open my mouth, which is the promise I made to the Holy Spirit. So I do it. I created a hashtag. That hashtag is called hashtag give a dollar, give a damn. Some of us can let go of a $20 bill. If you can, then you either pick 20 people and send them a dollar. You know, what I'm talking about the people who've asked for help on, on Facebook or internet or Twitter or the political warriors because you got to understand Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, They have unleashed unholy hell on all of us who speak out for Trump. They have demonetized us, taken money away, taken our pages away. They're trying to shut us up so that the only voices you hear are from CNN, from their people, from Zuckerberg, a.k.a. Zuckerberg, from Bill Gates, a.k.a. The Ninth Gate. If you people don't help They're going to succeed They're not dummies They're just evil So it's called Give a dollar, hashtag give a dollar Give a damn You know, you can donate to me You can donate to a lot of people Because we truly need the help If you're in a position to be able to help You need to start doing it Really, this is real And we don't get a second chance at this Look at where our nation is We're less than what? Six months away from the general election that's going to determine the fate of this nation. And man, are they milking this COVID-19 for everything they got. Look at the people who are not working. The people who are not working predominantly, pardon me, are the independents. The independents are the ones that Gavin Newsom tried to destroy anyway in January by getting rid of, what, the gig economy. Better recognize, guys, these people ain't playing. So honestly, look in your wallet, your purse, your credit card, or what have you. And if you got a $20 bill, go through your Twitter page. Go through your Facebook page. You'll see people who have a Patreon or a PayPal or a Venmo. Will you please send them $5? A dollar? So that they can keep going and not be defeated by... What is it? Doesn't? It's not necessarily intelligent, but it sure is clever. They've yanked the money pot out of everybody's hands, and they're going to be the ones to decide who gets it and who doesn't. Do you think they're going to give it to us? We have got to take care of each other. Speaking of that, that reminds me of my friend Scott Pressler. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. His handle is at Scott Pressler. S C O T T. P. R. E. S. L. E. R. That man be handling business. He be doing what he do, you know. Uh, the old saying is, "Don't be don't be speakers of the word. Be be doers of the word." And that comes out of James uh, James one, uh, verse twenty two to twenty five. I pull off the uh, King James version, and it says, "But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving." Your deceiving own your own selves for it for any for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and strayeth away, forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. And continueth therein, he being not forgetful, he be, being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. That is the personification of my man Scott Pressler. Even as we speak, he's steaming his way to Atlanta, Georgia to help out out there because there's a need. Because there's work to be done. And Scott goes all over the country, motivating, leading by example being a doer of the word. So let's show him some love. Let's make sure he can keep going. Let's not forget about Baltimore. Scott Pressler went out there and did in 2 weeks what the late uh senator of uh, Baltimore could not do himself. I'm not going to mention his name. There's a lot of names I'm not I'm not even going to do it. But my man Scott went out there and he handled business and he showed this is how we're going to do it. How do, how do my men uh, do it, Montel Jordan? This is how we do it. Da, 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 da. This is how we do it. Shada, nah, 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 nah. This is how we do it. You're going to help. I'm going to help. Scott Pressler helping. Hash House of Go-Go is helping. That's how we're going to beat this situation, ladies and gentlemen, because we're in for the fight of our lives. And if you think you're going to win it by yourself, <laughs> You've already lost Let's start learning how to work together Let's start learning how to look at that pot Make sure your kids got theirs Make sure you get a little bit for yourself But if you look in that pot And there's even one more bowl of soup Now you need to look for somebody To give it to huh? This is real And it's time for another station break We'll be right back after these messages Hey, this is Josh from Our Trio. You go check me out on YouTube. I discuss three topics three times a week. You are listening to my friend Ken White on the Southside Unicorn Show. Let's go. Hey, hey, we're back for the third segment of Funked Up Fridays to be or to shelter in place. Wow, this show is going fast. We're in the third segment already. My goodness. Love you guys. I love being here with you all. I know you listeners I think cuz you're showing me love. And that man, let me tell you something. I mean, we could go on and on, but I got I just got to say this to Maddie Lopez, one of my favorite listeners, a great supporter of the show, Maddie Lopez. With all respect to your hubby I love you girl I go to my mailbox Because see if you look on on my page My Facebook page, my Twitter page What have you Join the group, get in on the fun I was looking like Alibaba out there Because I'm trying to comply with this mass thing you know. Because when we get so full of pride When we get so full of ire We kind of make fools out of ourselves If we call ourselves Christians we got to comply with the laws that we find ourselves under. I'm not happy about no mask. But it's part of the law. It's like when I was in the Air Force. You were supposed to wear your cover, your cap. I can't tell you how many officers would try to stop me sometimes. Airman, get back here, cuz my hat was in my in the back of my waist belt, you know, cuz I didn't like wearing hats. But I would put it on cuz I had to. So, Maddie Lopez, thank you so much Because, guys, I went to my mailbox And inside my mailbox was a, a, Here's the funny part I had to pay some extra postage on it I guess Maddie didn't understand, you know, what that is Or didn't calculate it right or whatever But they said, we have a package for you And you gotta pay, you know, to get it I'm like, what the heck could I possibly, you know So I went up to the counter and I got it and I opened it up I saw the name Maddie Lopez on there I'm like, oh, I know her, you know And I opened it up and I remember her saying she was gonna send me something It was a mask You'll see it on my, uh Show page Normally I take pictures from real life To make the cover page for each show So you understand This is real I'm not trying to do this for fame or fortune This is real This is how it was done back in the day This is how our parents and our grandparents did it They gave a damn And they opened their mouths And they stood up And they risked everything To make sure that we had a nation Now it's our turn And Maddie sent me a really cool mask. I like that mask. Um, You'll see it on the page. But, you know, I'm also thinking about all those warriors out there. You know, Joe Collins, uh, Major, Aja Smith, um, Agnes Gibney. All these people out there, and they are putting it on the line for us. They're running for public office against Democrats. Low-down, dirty Democrats. They're running... For office against them. Can you imagine how hard it is on them? Can you imagine how hard it is on Agnes Gibney? You see, the 27th of April was the day her child was taken from her in 2002. He was murdered by an illegal alien. Now, I know Agnes Gibney. I've had the pleasure of interviewing her when I was on iHeart on the Lou Desmond and Company show, we've cut you know we've been we've known each other for a long time now. And now I know her in my own, you know, relationship with her. You talk about a strong, focused, committed human being. When you hear her story of how she stood in line in life to become an American, and no, it was not instantaneous. She didn't just walk across a borderline. And came up in here. She did it the right way. She filled out the papers. She paid the fees. She took the classes. And became a real live. No joke. bona fide American. Only to have somebody. Who cut in line. Who walked across the border. Who stole. Resources. Because when you do that. You're stealing. And they then went further. They dared to steal the life of her child. Now I too have lost children. And I don't think that there's much difference. Between gender. When it comes to the loss of a child. But I will own this much. The love of a mother. For their child. The pain of the loss. I can't even wrap my head around it. But that's what Agnes gibney was dealing with on the 27th of April while we are watching Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the congressional Democrats say that they want to give our money to illegals. Now, I understand compassion. It has its place, just like I said about the bowl of chicken soup. But I also said, make sure you take care of your own first. Make sure you get a bite out of that pot. And if there's a a bowl of soup left in it, you are supposed to look For somebody else to give it to. And that's how we are with this nation. But not before us. So there's Agnes. Running for Congress. 31st Congressional District. Is what she's running for. You can help her out. You can send her some love, support. Uh, Just say hi. Ask her how you can volunteer. You can reach her at AgnesGiboney.com that's spelled A-G-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-O-N-E-Y dot com. Throw some W W in front of that. You know how to do that. And go ahead and let her know you got love for it. Go ahead and let her know that you understand that you know what it's like to struggle with pain. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on and on to because she has a life she has to live. She must go forward, just like all of us. We have all got to go forward. Her motivator, her energy, hey, I think she's got a pretty good one. I think if we get her up in Congress like we're supposed to, she's going to do the right thing. She's going to be all about making America great, and she'll be a great ally for President Donald J. Trump. I have, you know, I, I give my own personal slogans. I don't know whether they want to pick them up or use them or not. I don't want anything for them. I just want to do my part, just like you do. And I came up with a slogan for Agnes Gibney, you know, and my, my slogan for her is vote for Agnes Gibney. She's the right person for the right reasons. That's who she is. That's what's going on. And a friend of mine, he's aware of all of the angel moms because Agnes is an angel mom. And so he made a song that he dedicated to them. The angel moms who've lost children, you know, to illegal alien violence. And the song is called Magical Sky. So Agnes, my dear friend, with all love and respect, this song is dedicated to you and Ronnie. Magical Sky.
7: Stove emptiness and the tears I cry that permit to size as a manufactured crisis. My body aches over time, I try hard not to complain. This constant struggle.
3: That is the song Magical Sky from a friend of mine. You can reach him on Twitter. His handle is at Hey heytootsweet. It's spelled at H-E-Y T-O-O-T-S S-W-E-E-T It's a beautiful song and it's a beautiful uh, homage to all the moms and, and when you actually turn your eye to that situation it will amaze you at how many of our loving mothers, families, friends, cousins, brothers have lost someone at the hands of illegal aliens. While Democrats tell us, suck it up and give them your money while you're at it. Yeah. Um, I'll just say this briefly. I lost a Co, uh, should I say employee who turned friend Because I was more like a mentor A big brother, a father figure to him Didn't realize that was the relationship Until it was gone basically He started off working for me And went on to better employment But he remained in my life He uh, would come through and visit all the time His name is Antoine Lee He was murdered by an illegal alien Then you got Eric Zapata. I raised Eric Zapata from diapers, changed them myself. When he grew up to be a handsome young man, he would remind you of Jason Hemsley any day of the week. And he was taken by a drunk driving illegal alien with a job of a major company in the Inland Empire. And he was doing the job drunk, a job he should never have had. And he took Eric Zapata from us too. So yeah, America, we're catching it. We're getting it from all sides, but that's all right. We're up to the challenge because we're Americans blessed by God. And we have strong people like Agnes Gibney, Aja Smith, Major, Joe Collins. All these people are there, and they are showing us how to get it done. They're doing these rallies. They're running for office. They're in the front of the fight. And we can be their cheerleaders. We can be the soldiers. We can be whatever we need to be. So that they are victorious. Because when they win, we win. When we win, they win. That's how we're going to beat this incredible time we find ourselves in. Guess what? It's time for another station break. Go nowhere. We'll be right back after these messages.
7: My name is Tootsweet, and I'm New York City's original artist, singing for the cause of freedom. I've spent the last 10 years of my life documenting history through my music. It's like a recipe that's blessing me, bringing out the best of me, aggressively testing me to create my own destiny and understanding. Universally accepting adversity and learn more lessons in life than you're learning. And when I'm in need of a dose of reality to escape the liberal land of make believe. I tune in to the Southside Unicorn, where the truth is as solid as New York City concrete. My name is Too Sweet, and you're listening to my friend Kent White on the Southside Unicorn, and this party is just getting started.
3: Hey, hey hey, We're back with the fourth segment of Funked Up Fridays To be or to shelter in place Wow, I can't believe that a show can go that fast But uh, enjoying it, I hope you're enjoying it I hope you're getting some stuff out of it Go ahead and share this with your friends Because I gotta tell you real quick while uh, we're doing this I have been shadow banned by Facebook, Instagram, Twitter They're doing a number on me Facebook just cold took my page the other day They just took it Woke up one morning, and it's gone, and they're telling me, we are examining you to see if you meet the standards of our community. They took it for an entire 24 hours. After I had reached some incredible numbers, ladies and gentlemen, I hit numbers that were just, I was like shocked. I was like, wow. Finally, I've broken through. Finally, the word has gotten out. Look at those numbers. And boom, they took the page. Well, 24 hours later, they gave the page back, but they didn't give me back my page page they gave me that front page and they gave me the group back so you can come into the group if you like my front page is packed it stays at 5000 somebody leaves somebody comes um there's people following the page there's not enough room on that page it's the published page where the numbers were in excess of 40 something thousand or even better it's gone they took it so i need you each and every last one of you who have listened to the show and went, hey, that's pretty nice. You got to share it. You got to click like. You got to retweet it. Get it out there because they are truly trying to silence my voice. And if you like what you're hearing, I need your help. It's just that simple. Now, let's get down to the nitty gritty, shall we? Did you think we were going to leave Joe Biden out? Come on. Did they were going to leave Sleepy Joe out? Or as I like to call him, Sloppy Joe. Cause the man is a hot mess. I mean, how many of us have looked at these different clips on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, where he's hovering over somebody's child? I'm here to tell you, if that was a relative child of mine or one of my one of my girls, I got three of them, he'd have got a beat down. I'd have snatched my kid away, and here would have got. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You don't smell the hair of a prepubescent teen girl. I mean, I'm a Christian man, you know, um, Pentecostal type. But I'm going to go ahead and jump on the other side of the house for a minute. I heard the Honorable Elijah Muhammad correction. Uh, uh, um, gosh darn it, his name is coming, skipping me right now. He is in Chicago, and he was talking about that very issue. He said when it comes to young girls, especially our preteen girls and our teen girls, you're to handle them with the greatest amount of care. Louis Farrakhan, that's his name. And he was saying, that's some weird stuff when you see a man treating a young lady like that. It don't look right. It ain't natural. So something's up with Joe. Let's just go ahead and dig right into it, okay? I just want you to hear the hypocrisy of the left and understand what we're up against. It needs to turn your stomach. So I'm going to be quiet for a while. You're going to hear... All the brouhaha and all of the all of the uh, vitriol that came out of the women, women of the Democrat party when it came to Clarence Thomas and Kavanaugh. Whoo, they let them have it. Pooh, pooh, boom. all cannons to bear. So just take a listen to this. And then I'm going to give you the flip side of it when it comes to this young lady, you know, that we're dealing with now, Tara Reid. So let's go ahead and listen for a few minutes as to how the Democrats pilloried Republican men that they thought they had something on
5: Here we are gathered at a time of a a pivotal moment for our country, for this Congress and how we go forward. So there are two equities to be weighed. One equity is the integrity of the Supreme Court. The other equity to be weighed is the respect that we have for women when they come forward. Neither of those equities is well served by the process the Republican leadership in the Senate has put forth. It is not in the interest of seeking the truth, to promote the integrity, or to respect the privacy, as I mentioned. The decision Dr.
4: Blasey Ford, Deborah Ramirez, and Julie Swetnick made to come forward took guts. We all support their courageous choice to tell their story. In 1991, it took seven House women to demand the Senate consider Anita Hill's testimony. I'll never forget watching the blank faces of the men questioning Professor Hill, dismissing her very serious, very credible allegations. Today, the parallels between Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh are clear. We fully support calls for an FBI investigation. It is an outright injustice that the president and members of his party have dismissed the Bureau's role in such investigations. But let me remind them, if they're listening, and oh, they better be listening to the millions of women watching what they do in the coming days, that even the Bush senior administration in 1991 directed the fbi to investigate professor hill's accusation against justice thomas so mr president do not tell us that the fbi does not want to investigate you do not want them to investigate judge kavanaugh has offered his version of events on television. Of course, he has not offered to take a lie detector test, and we have not heard from him under oath or any sworn affidavit. If high moral and ethical standards are expected of ordinary citizens, judges who sit in judgment of ordinary citizens should be held to even higher standards.
5: So there's one violation, the physical violation that happened. The second violation is the invasion of privacy and the uh, assault on the person who comes forward. This has to stop in our country. We believe in due process, we believe in finding the truth, that's why we need an investigation.
3: Ooh, they can pour it on thick, can't they? That was Nancy Pelosi talking about some we need an investigation, we gotta believe these women, and she didn't even say possible act. she said he did it, basically. That's how she was rolling forward on Kavanaugh. Now let's flip the script and get on to Tara's mom, Tara, and again, Nancy Pelosi in this next clip, but I call it, when you listen to the Larry King tape that was discovered, it's the smoking gun that's been smoking for 20 years.
2: We're back. A couple more phone calls on this very important topic. Our guests are former United States Senator Howard Baker, Richard Allen, former National Security Advisor, and Lois Romano of the Washington Post. San Luis Obispo, California. Hello.
4: Yes, hello. Um, I'm wondering what um, uh, a a staffer uh, would do besides go to the press in Washington. My daughter has just left there. Uh, after working for a prominent senator and could not get through with her problems at all. And the only thing she could have done was go to the press, and she chose not to do it out of respect
2: for him. Or she had a story to tell, but out of respect for the person she worked for, she didn't tell it. That's true. Well, now, but these are the people who do come to the Lois Romanos, right? The mm-hmm. staff worker who says, I want to let you know about what's going this on, even though I'm so the guy down the hall. Mm-hmm.
5: And a lot of these people have a sense of obligation. They feel that this public official should be accountable
2: if it's something. they whistleblowers to the press. Exactly.
6: I actually tried to tell the story um, to some extent in 1993. Um, in the sense that I wanted to talk about it, but I was too afraid. My mother had encouraged me to file a police report and I did not, and I should have. Um, so I filed a sexual harassment claim um, or just, I filled out a paper and then did not hear back.
4: Can you give us the circumstances, how you ended up, uh, what was the day, how you ended up alone with Joe Biden? Explain what happened that day.
6: Um, I was approached by my supervisor, she handed me a gym bag and said, hurry, Joe wants you, wants this, um, so get it to him, he's meet you down towards the Capitol. And I went down the stairs and I don't remember exactly where I was, um, because there's connections between the Russell building and, and all of that and the corridors, but we were in a semi-private location. It wasn't a room. It wasn't the Russ, you know, the Russell office building. It was, I mean, in the, his office, it was down in the quarters. and. Um, I handed him the gym bag and then he, it was one, as I described, fluid moment. He was talking to me and he said some things that I don't recall and I was up against the wall and he, I remember the coldness of the wall and I remember his hands underneath my blouse and underneath my skirt and his fingers penetrating me as he was trying to kiss me and I was pulling away. And he pulled back and he said, come on, man, I heard you liked me. But he was angry. It was like a tight voice. And he tended to smile when he was angry. And he isn't like the Uncle Joe like everybody talks about now. He was younger. He was my dad's age at that time and very strong. And he looked insulted and angry. And I remember feeling like I had done something wrong when he said that statement. And then I was standing there when he said he was still near me. He said, pointed his finger and said, you're nothing to me. You're nothing. And he walked away. And I don't remember exactly where I went after. I think I went to the restroom to clean up, but I don't remember precisely. The next memory I have is sitting on the cold stairs and the Russell building back stairs where the big windows are. And I remember just my whole body shaking. And I remember knowing that, knowing that I had made him angry and that my career was probably over and I didn't comply. And I didn't comply when I was asked to serve drinks at a cocktail party for donors, because apparently Joe Biden said, according to a legislative staffer, that I had pretty legs and he thought I was pretty and I should serve the drinks. And my supervisor had encouraged me to do so and I did not. Um, so, sitting on those stairs, the reality hit me. The next thing I remember was that night and talking to my mom and she was like, you need to file a police report, it's a sexual assault. And I didn't think of it as sexual assault and I didn't really understand and I was trying to just get over the shock of it, because I looked up to him. He was supposed to be a champion of women. And I was so thrilled to be at that office and so honored. And it, it shattered my life and changed the trajectory of my whole career in life. And I lost my job after I complained, and I was fired.
5: just say, I I, I respect your question and I don't need a a lecture or a speech. Here's the thing. I have complete respect for the whole Me Too movement. I have four daughters and one son and uh, there's a lot of excitement around the idea that women will be heard and be listened to. to. There is also due process and uh, the fact that Joe Biden is Joe Biden. There's been statements from his campaign, or not his campaign, but his former employees who ran his offices and the rest, that there was never any record of this. There was never any record. And that nobody ever came forward or nobody ever came forward to say something about it apart from the principal involved. I am so proud. The happiest day for me this week was to support Joe Biden for president of the United States is a person of great integrity, a great concern for the American people. He authored the Violence Against Women Act uh, when he was the chair of the Judiciary Committee uh, in the 90s. He has been an advocate for funding it all along since then. And I, uh, uh, I believe that uh, uh, he will be a great President of the United States. Uh, he is the personification of hope and optimism uh, and authenticity uh, for our country a person of great values. Uh, so I want to remove all doubt in anyone's mind. I uh, have great comfort level uh, with the, the situation as I see it uh, with all the respect in the world for any woman who comes forward uh, with all the highest regard for Joe Biden. And That's what I have to say about that. Thank you. Yes
4: up Injustice
3: anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Amen. Now, I could expand on that, but I, I don't think I need to. You heard both sides. You heard how they get down. It's disgusting. It's horrible. And to add injury to insult, looks like Twitter has allowed before there's even a hearing, a trial, uh, an investigation, they've allowed a hashtag called Hashtag, I believe Biden. Can you believe that? Yeah. And what I got to say is I love it when we patriots go on there and we stick it to them. There's one called GK Chesterson tweets. You can find him at, at G-I-L-B-E-R-T-C-T-W-E-E-T-S. At Gilbert C-T-Tweets. And this is what he said on the I believe Biden hashtag. Hashtag, I believe Biden is in cognitive decline. Hashtag I believe Biden has no idea what's in his own Senate papers. Hashtag I believe in Biden thinks he put the issues to bed. He didn't. Hashtag I believe in Biden will probably lose to Trump and it will be the second time in two cycles the Democrats blew it. Now that's how we do it. You stick it to him. You bounce back. Um, I'm sorry, but that had her, her case Has credibility. After that Larry King situation. Her case has credibility. And the silence of the Me Too group. The words of Nasty Pelosi. And now her name is Nasty. Nasty Pelosi has taken credibility away from them. My, my, my. Look at this show. The time really flies. But I got to do this as a special. Because there are people out there that love on me. And I'm going to love on them back. This is uh to bring attention to all of our young people. Who didn't get to go to prom? Who don't get to go use their skateboards and do all the stuff they want to do? I have a listener to the show. He's cooler than a fan. His name is Matteo Anisi 2001. You can you can reach him on his Twitter page, which reads at m a t e o a n i s i two zero zero one at Matteo Anisi 2001. He turned 19 years old last week, and he put on his Twitter page. He was like, "Hey." No birthday party, woo woo woo. Can a young man get a shout out on Twitter at least? So we all kind of chimed in and did it. So you can go on belated too. It's okay that you do that because we're in a different time warp right now anyway. But at the same time, like I say, I'm running over, but I'm doing it on purpose because a young man turning 19, it's worth it. We're going to do it. Um, This is your birthday song, Mateo. This song is dedicated to you. Ready? Happy birthday.
1: A happy birthday.
3: And I bet you thought I forgot. That's happy birthday to one of ours out there, young 19-year-old, Matteo Anisi. Happy birthday, young man. And just remember, you are the future, and there are so many more days ahead for you. And you're going to be someplace, who knows, when you're 21. You might even be in Vegas getting your party on. And you just look back and reflect on this show. And remember, it's about five minutes over. If you look at all the other shows, I kind of end on time. But you are worth it, young man. All of you young people are worth us making that extra little bit just for you. Because together, we're going to make it. You got this. You know what I'm saying, Mateo? So, yeah, you know how it is. Thank you for sharing this time with me. There's no place I'd rather be. Nothing more I'd rather do than being right here doing this show for you. This is Ken White, host of the Southside Unicorn Show, and we are out.